Thank you for listening to the Zaner Ministries podcast with evangelist Nick Zaner. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or at zanerministries.com. Now, here's evangelist Nick. I'm evangelist Nick, coming to you live from the Lehigh Valley here in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Do me a favor, before we get into anything else, hit the like button, hit the share button, comment in the comments where you're watching from, tag a couple friends, get this word out, and also grab a, your notes, grab your phone, whatever you take notes on, get your Bible ready. We're going to get into faith tonight. This is part five of walking by faith and not by sight. And so, man, this has been a great um, day 15. We did this morning's broadcast earlier today, and it was powerful. I want to encourage you guys, go back, watch that, and uh, let that get into your spirit to be determined uh, to go after everything that God has for you. As uh, people are still hopping on, I see uh, Bethlehem PA's on, Indiana's on, praise God. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this has just been a phenomenal time of just growing in the things of God and you know, reading the Word. 75 people are reading the Bible with us with the di- daily Bible reading plan which is phenomenal. If that's one of you guys, just put a hand up in the comments. Let us know you're reading it with us. I mean, that's just surprising to me. I mean, it shouldn't surprise me, but people are hungry for God's Word, and I'm super thrilled about that. And um, man, it started with just me and my wife doing it, and next thing you know, we had 22 last year. Went from 22, (coughs) excuse me, to 75. That's a huge jump. If, if I can tell you anything, this is going to be a year of increase. This is going to be a year of abundance. This is going to be a year of blessing. Amen? Come on. Come on. A couple of quick things um, before we get into it. Uh, we're going to continue every Monday uh, through Friday at 1 p.m. Don't forget those. That's going to be tomorrow, 1 p.m., Thursday, and Friday. And then Thursday night, 8 p.m., we're going to wrap up our lessons on faith. Well, and walking by faith and not by sight. So don't miss that. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. And also, January 21st, this Sunday, we're going to be at Central Assembly. We're going to be preaching at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. So if you're in the area, I would make an effort to come out and be a part of this uh, meeting. It's going to be awesome. So all my Bethlehem people said amen. Hallelujah. It's going to be great. Hallelujah. Well, I don't want to delay any longer. I want to get right into what this uh, part five is all about. If you have your Bibles and those watching, if you would help me, please type in the comments um, the Bible verses and stuff. It, it, only, it not only helps me, but it helps those who hop on a little late. And uh, nothing wrong with that. Just people might be wondering where we're at and you can help them with that. I'm going to be in Mark chapter 5. I'm going to start in verse 21. And I read this this morning, or this morning, this afternoon um, at 1 p.m., but I want to pull the faith part out of this. You know, we talked about being determined, being a bulldog, uh, staying focused, not double-minded, but I want to talk about faith. The woman, This woman here, she had some faith, so let's get into this. The Bible says this, uh, Mark 5, verse 21. I'm going to read Uh, All the way till, hmm. 
I'm going to read till 34 for those taking notes. Mark 5, 21 through 34. Now when Jesus had crossed over by the boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogues came, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now, a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians, she had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. I want to pause right there. Here's a woman with an issue of blood for 12 years. She had a medical issue, and she went to every doctor. The Bible says right here, she suffered many things. She suffered many things, many issues with this one major issue, and she went to many physicians, and she spent all that she had. So in the natural, she used all her faith up that she could on doctors, on medical help, on on medicine, everything. You know, obviously this is back in, in the Bible times. Now, before I get into talking about faith, look, we're not against doctors. We're not against medicine. I believe God has given people wisdom on how to uh, administer these things, but there's just some things that doctors are not going to be able to cure. I mean, there's many different things. Even now, they they sentence people and say, look, there's nothing else we could do. I'm sorry. They give them so many months to live. I mean, at that point, that's when you're going to need faith uh, for God to come through. But why not get faith for even before it gets to that point? You know, many people, they run to the world before they run to God. And we try to reverse that um, as Christians. We need to tell people to run to God and not from God. We should run to God first. I want you to type that in the comments. I know this year is called Run to Win, but if we're going to run to win, we need to run to God. So type that in your, write that in your notes. Type it in the comments. Run to God. We need to run to God. You know, at this point, she didn't... She didn't yet, we're going to get into it, but she did not yet know that the Messiah was on the scene. Before, the, during the 12 years, she didn't know there was any other hope. She was hopeless. I mean, no hope, no help, no faith, no nothing. She, did, she was spent, literally, phys, financially, no money, spent everything she had. I'm sure physically she was done. She wanted to give up. But look what happens here. She's, she rather grew worse over time, verse 26, and then verse 27. But when she heard about Jesus, boom, that, that right there will get you dancing right there. But when she heard about Jesus, come on, how many of you guys watching right now, there was some point in your life, you were down and out. You were, you didn't know what else you were going to do. You might've had nothing. You might've had everything. It doesn't matter. Many people hit, hit their bottom at different levels, different times. And then you heard about Jesus. You heard about someone who can change your circumstance. You heard about someone, you finally had hope in someone who could relate, a God who could relate to you. You heard about this man. This is her. She was hopeless. She was helpless. And she heard about Jesus. And then she came behind him in the crowd, and then she touched his garment. So she heard, she must, what was the thing she was hearing? She was hearing that he was cleansing the leper. She was, he was healing the sick, that, he, that many people brought multitudes to him, and that he healed every single one of them, like the Bible tells us, and he cast out many devils. He was performing miracles. So she was hearing that, and instead of being inactive, instead of keeping her faith 
to a place where I'm not going to activate my faith. You know, many believers, sadly, are in an inactive state of faith. The Bible says, Romans 10, 17, you guys know it. I've, I've talked about it every single Tuesday and Thursday. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So she was hearing about Jesus. She was hearing about a miracle worker and faith was there because faith in God, like Mark 11, 22 says, have faith in God. You, you know, Jesus was a hundred percent man, but he was a hundred percent God. She had faith in Jesus. That's what I'm trying to get you to a point on this part five tonight is have faith in Jesus. She heard about Jesus, and then the Bible says that she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Now, I want you to get this in your mind tonight um, on how in her, in this ability to get to him, the Bible says, and they uses the word, Jesus was thronged. He was pressed in. He was he literally was shimmying through the crowd. You know, I got a perfect uh, example of how this was with Jesus. You know, I went to, and sadly they lost last night, uh, but I went to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles game versus the Bills during the season, and there was a time when everybody was trying to come in uh, to the stadium, and it was like in the hallway area, and literally, it got so bottleneck jammed. I mean, we were we were pressed in so much that we I couldn't even move. We had to literally people were shoving basically from the back. The people across, no one could get through. I mean, it was the craziest thing we've ever experienced. And uh, you know, me, me, <laughs> me, me, and uh, knowing about the Bible and everything, immediately. It's like the Lord showed, like gave me this example. If that's how Jesus was, he was so bottlenecked, thronged within the crowd that literally they were shimming their way through and people were touching him left and life. You know, when I was in that crowd, I don't know who was touching me. Everybody was touching me because we were so tight. I mean, so tight. We, we had to like, I don't even know how to explain it. We had to push ourselves through. And so that's how tight it was for Jesus. It was so tight. And so she came in and touched the hem of his garment. She crawled through the crowd because verse 28 says this, and this is, this is what I want to get to, the three steps of faith, the three phases of faith. She said, for he, she said, if I only may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. And verse 29 says, immediately as she touched his, his clothes, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she fell in her body that she was healed. So immediately as she touched his clothes, she felt like she was healed. Now, she had to, I don't even know how it was possible, she had to get through that crowd to get to Jesus. I mean, she had to, I mean, it's amazing, she didn't get trampled. And so the Bible says that she said to herself, if she can just touch the hem of his garment, she shall be made whole. Now, first, how faith, we're talking about faith, how you're going to obtain everything, all the promises of God this year through faith, because it's, you know, we read it in Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, it talks about without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But with faith, it's possible to please God. So faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. She heard about Jesus, and instead of just hearing, she began to think upon what she was hearing. He's a miracle worker. Anybody that he lays hands on or anybody he touches gets healed. And anybody who comes around him just gets healed. And she began to hear that. And instead of being inactive in her faith, 
she decided, I'm going to be active in my faith. I want you to type that in the comments and say it out loud in your home. I'm going to be active in my faith. Activate your faith. So what did she begin to do? She began to hear it, ponder it, and then she began to say it out of her mouth. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know I can be made well. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, that's where she began to believe in her heart and confess with her mouth. If I can just touch this garment, I can be made well. And then what did she do? She didn't just say that all day long, sit next to her other friend. You know, maybe she had other friends who had the same issue. They could be around each other, but she wasn't allowed to be around anyone else. Maybe they heard the same things, but they decided we're just going to stay here. What's the hope? What's the use? We can't get in there. We'll get killed. But she'd rather die getting there because if she would have got caught back in those days, she would have got caught in those conditions. She could have been stoned to death immediately. Because she was supposed to be exiled from the whole entire population because she could contaminate someone else. But she said, I'd rather go and try and die than to sit here. And if you want to hear more about that, you can listen to the earlier today's uh, message. But she decided, I'm going to be active in my faith. So she began to say it, but then she got up on her two legs and walked to where Jesus was and and pressed through the crowd and touched the hem of his garment. And the Bible says here that as immediately she was healed. And then Jesus said, who touched my clothes? And then his disciples said, what do you mean? Who touched you? Everyone's touching you, basically. That's my paraphrase. But he was so thronged in there that, I mean, you were touching everybody. And he said, no, I felt power coming out of me. He felt power come out of him. So, see, when you begin to activate your faith, then you're going to draw on God's power. See, faith is not absent of God's power. It's, it's your, your activating your faith is like flipping the light switch into the room and turning the lights on. Right? You can't see all the electrical wires in the room. You can't see all the hookups. You can't even see where the main source of electricity is coming from, but you can see the light switch. And if I go and turn it on, boom, the lights are on. See, faith There's a faith is what activates your actions of faith, you doing what you're supposed to do according to the word, hearing the word and being active in your faith is what's going to turn the power on and what's going to bust things loose is what's draws healing. How do people get healed by faith? That's present. That's drawing on the power of God. No human, no preacher without the power of God can heal anybody. It's through the power of God. And how do we normally activate our faith when it comes to healing? We will, the Bible says, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So most of the time in circles that you're familiar with, I'm sure I know I am, that uh, the main way that faith is activated in the people is through laying out of hands. That's why we pray for everybody who needs prayer. We lay hands on them. Why? Not because we want to lay as many hands on people until they're bald. <laughs> because just because you lay hands, there has to be faith that's active. There has to be faith that's present. Some people, um, you know, get healed off the preacher's faith. Other people, really, most people should get healed off of their own faith. That's why Jesus went about teaching, preaching, and then healing. What was he doing? He was teaching and preaching, bringing forth the word so faith could be there by the time it was time to heal. Now, obviously, anyone who came to Jesus was healed because he obviously always had faith. 
But here as New Testament believers, God wants each and every one of us to walk by faith, to have our own faith. The Bible says in Romans that he has given each of us a measure of faith. And I talked about, I think, part one, where we, we have a measure. We, it's up to us to grow it. It's up to us to work our faith. I want you to write that in your notes. Type it in the comments. It's up to me to work my faith. God is not going to give you any more faith. He's given it to you. He's given you a measure at the time of being born again. You cannot pray for more faith. That's unscriptural. There's no faith that's coming when you pray for faith. Faith comes by hearing the word of God and then believing it and then speaking it and then acting on it. Amen. And so that's what I want to talk about tonight so we can activate God's power in every area of our life. So it first starts by... Hearing, hearing the word, hearing the promise, hearing the covenant. You hear it. She heard. This woman heard. Jesus is a healer. If you can get to him, you can be healed. She heard it. That's great. You know, many Christians are hearing the word every Sunday. They're sitting in church. My God, praise God. They're lifting their hands. They're shouting. They're dancing. They're praising. They're jumping in the aisles. I mean, praise the Lord. They're hearing it. They're hearing it. But then, sadly, most are not speaking it out of their mouth after after service. I mean, if you went home with some of them, you would have thought, man, did you even just come from church? You're not even saying what was even preached. Because, you see, it's not a, just enough to hear it. It's Then you got to believe it, and then you got to make it part of you. And when something's part of you, you'll start speaking it out of you. And she was saying it out loud. She was speaking it. She was saying it because she believed it in her heart. And then... So speaking, I don't want to jump past speaking because the Bible says life and death are in the power of the tongue and you'll eat the fruit thereof of it. In other words, you know, if you, our job as preachers, my job right now, while you're listening tonight on Tuesday night, why are you listening tonight? Because my job right now is to deliver God's word, not for me to be a talking head on a screen in your home, but so that you can receive the supernatural element called faith so that you can begin to speak it, believe it, and then act on it to see God manifest his power in your life. It's not anything other than that. That's our whole job. You know, that's why we preach the gospel to sinners. Why? The Bible says that uh, if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, you'll be saved. We preach the good news that Jesus saves, that Jesus came to deliver, Jesus came to heal. We preach the simple gospel to sinners. And then what do we do? We give them an opportunity to respond. We give them a chance to, as they're hearing the word, that's when they're starting to believe that Jesus is their savior. But it's not just enough to stop there. They got to come up and then we, they have to confess with their mouth and believe in their heart. And then they're saved. See, they had to take action and they had to use their words to become born again every single person who has ever been born again according to scripture like john chapter 3 it talks about you must be born again and enter into the kingdom of god to be born again you must confess that jesus is lord so then we give those people an opportunity to respond to believe what they're hearing respond with their mouth say it out loud and then it's up to them after that to take corresponding action to walk it out. But does that mean they're any less saved at that point? No. But they took those steps. They got saved. They activated their faith for salvation. That's where you receive that measure of faith. Is this making sense to anybody? I hope so. And so 
this is why it's so important what you say matters because even getting born again before you ever took any actions on anything, you first had to say it and believe it. See, don't skip over the words. People get so hung up. Oh, you're just one of those name it, claim it people. Uh, yes, I am, but not like not just saying it, saying it, saying it, saying it, and then just sitting on my couch eating potato chips and doing nothing uh, with it. No, you say it, you believe it, and then as you're saying it and believing it, you're taking actions, you're taking steps. That's how your faith is activated. This woman would have died of that sickness if she did not get up and press her way to find Jesus in the crowd. She would have died. She would have died. And sadly, that's what people are doing. You know, it's like you can say Jesus is the healer all day long, but if you don't take corresponding steps, for example, I remember we've done healing schools. Um, I think we've done four healing schools now, one in Kansas City and three in Pennsylvania. And I, I remember somebody messaged me. I always thought, man, that's just Pastor Rodney um, making jokes, you know, from the pulpit about people saying this stuff. But it actually literally happened. So I, I, we were doing a healing school and someone messaged us and said, I'm sorry, I can't come to the healing school because I'm sick. Are you serious? <laughs> Listen, just pause and think about what you just said. I'm sorry, I can't come to the healing school because I'm sick. You know, I don't know if that person ever got well or not, but to me, that doesn't make any sense. See, you can say it all day long. People can even position you to come to an event where literally the only thing that was preached was faith to be healed, and you needed healing, and you don't even take those steps. Thank God for this example in the Bible where this woman actually got up and went. She got up and went. So you got to take actions that prove that your faith is active. You have to. Faith, you could sum it up, you could write this in your notes, type in the comments. Faith is an act. Faith is an act. It's an action. It's not only what you say, it's what you do. Amen. That's why, you know, honestly, we can't just sit here and pray, oh Lord, we thank you that our finances are going to be blessed in Jesus' name. And, and you can pray all day for your money, but if you don't activate your faith in your finances through God's method, which is giving, your faith is never activated and you're not going to ever see breakthrough because you're not entering into uh, the laws of faith. You're not activating your faith. The light switch is still off. All you're doing is praying, Lord, thank you for the, my, you know, that my finances are blessed, but you're keeping the lights off. You have to do some type of action to activate your faith. Amen. You know, a lot of, you know, many times, even like even simple things like this. I remember, man, I used to, I was, when I was in school, I did 40 hours of internship and 40 uh, hours of work. I was full-time in both. And I remember many times, Lord, I thank you the minute I get uh, to the church, my feet hit the property, my, I'm going to be quickened in my body and I'm going to feel energy. You know, and when, the whole time I'm at home, I'm not feeling it. The whole time I'm driving, I'm not feeling it. But my faith was activated the minute I actually took little actions and stepped out of the car and released my faith for just a quickening in my body, for just energy. That's what I'm talking about. You just, it could be anything, but you have to activate your faith. You have to. 
I can't plead it enough. We can't sit inactive any longer. I want you to say this out loud and believe it in your heart. Say, I will not be inactive. I will not be inactive. That means you're going to have to take some steps in the next day, today, tomorrow, next coming weeks, this whole year, where you're going to be challenged to either be inactive or active in your faith. There's many opportunities. Every time you receive your paycheck, you have an opportunity to be inactive or, or active by giving your tithes to your local church. That's your opportunity. Am I going to be inactive or active? Am I going to keep my faith active or not? For And also, you know, when, when there's um, something tries to come on you, I'm not against going to the doctor, but are you going to activate your faith first by running to God, by by laying hands even on yourself or finding your pastor, your leader, and say, hey, can you pray for me? Lay your hands on me. I'm not feeling well. That's activating your faith. You're doing what the Bible says. Faith activated is just doing what the Bible says, but you have to, you can't skip over these key elements. You can't skip over the element of hearing. You can't. You cannot skip over that. And hearing comes from the word. So it's great to hear testimonies. Never, Don't forget this. Testimonies are powerful. Testimonies are powerful, but biblically, faith does not come from a testimony. Faith comes from the Word of God. Faith comes from the Word. And so if you hear how somebody else did it, well, they did this, they did that, they did X, Y, and Z, then sometimes what people do is they formulate a formula in their mind. Well, if I do exactly what they did, then I'm going to get the same results. No, that's not it because what they were doing, the way they were doing it was because God told them what to do according to his word. You need to go and find out what God is saying according to his word and then take corresponding action according to that because you can hear that, you can believe that, you can trust that, and then you can step out on it. Many people get themselves in trouble by listening, uh, by following um, what someone else did through a testimony. You know, that's why we got to be careful sometimes uh, when we share our testimony because some people... um, some people just can take it the wrong way. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying don't share your testimony. We need to share our testimonies more. This is going to be the greatest year of testimonies you've ever had. But at the same time, we need to take an evaluation. Are we taking steps of faith and activating our faith according to a testimony? Or even this, how about this? Um, according to um, a prophecy that def- wasn't confirmation to me. It was something out of the blue, but I mean, he's a trusted person. So I'm going to take steps according to that. No prophecy is confirmation, not information. If you get a prophetic word from somebody and I'm for them, I I've, I've had many of them, but if it wasn't confirmation to me about what God was already speaking to me through his word and through my assignment, then I just Put it on the shelf and come back to it later if need be, or just leave it on the shelf. But many people, they build their lives off of some prophetic word that someone gave them that had nothing to do with what they were doing. For example, you might feel called. I'll just use ministry as a good example because that's what I'm doing. But let's say, let's say you feel called to ministry. God said, you know what, you're going to be a pastor one day or an evangelist or whatever. And you know it, you went to Bible school, I mean, you you did all the training and everything, and then someone out of the blue, God has never told you anything about business, anything about um, 
let's use business for example. Someone comes over and says, I see that you're going to have the biggest business that has ever hit. And I just see millions and billions of dollars and you're going to help orphanages and you're going to do all these different things. And that came out of left field because you were, you were focused on building a big church. You were focused on building your life according to what God was spoke, spoken to you for your life. And this comes out of left field. What many people, sadly, sadly, you got to be careful with this, but what many people do is they hear that, and instead of running back to what God has told them, they hear that, and then they stop what they're doing, and they start doing that, and that's when everything begins to crumble because that was not confirmation. That was new information. Do you see the difference? Is this helping anybody? Because some people get off and they get they get running left and right. See, that's that's not information. That's that's that is information, not confirmation. Now, if they would have came and said, "I see, uh, I see you having a big church, and I see you taking these steps, and and God's going to do this, this, and this in ministry," then you can say, "Man, that's exactly what God is speaking to me. I feel called to ministry. Yes, that's where I'm headed." Now. That's that's a good one to, to co-labor with, to pray it through, but something that's off the wall. Or for example, you're called um you're called into ministry, right? And then someone says, I see you running as senator of your state, and I see you just bringing new laws and stuff. That's out of the left field. That has nothing to do with what God is telling you to do. Don't get caught up in that. That's why this Bible is your foundation. I want you to write that in, the, in your notes. The Word of God is my foundation for life. It's your foundation for natural things, dealing with wisdom, dealing with people. It's your foundation for spiritual things, dealing with spiritual prophetic words and everything else. If it does not line up with His Word and if it doesn't line up with what God is telling you for your life, be careful. Be careful. And so your faith can't be rested in that stuff. Your faith must be rested in the Word of God. And that's what she did. She put her faith, this woman with the issue of blood, she put her faith in the Word of the Lord. And then she was activating her faith by getting there. I want to challenge you tonight. What are you doing to activate your faith? What steps have you taken? Have you just been one of those people who have listened, listened, listened? I mean... You've listened to everyone's podcast. You listen to everyone's broadcast. I mean, my God, you got so many notes. It's thicker than this Bible with how, excuse me, with how many notes you got. But you haven't done anything to activate your faith. You haven't done anything to take steps. You know, you might, you might know everything about soul winning, but you haven't even went and told one person about Jesus. Or you might hear, have heard everything about, I don't know, any subject. But you haven't positioned yourself to be active in your faith. I'm challenging you tonight to activate your faith and watch. And what do you have to lose? Watch what God will do. I mean, many people miss out. They, you know, they sit and they listen to everyone else testify, but they never have their own testimony. This may this be the year you have a testimony. I want you to say that in your in your home. I will have a testimony this year. 
you will have a testimony. I'm not just talking about a testimony where, where you got a great bargain on the next iPhone or on some MacBook or whatever, and you got a good deal. I'm not talking about a deal. I'm talking about something supernatural where God came through. Why? Because you're activating your faith. We're walking by faith and not by sight. We're not caring what we see. We're not looking to the left nor to the right. We're walking by faith, keeping our eyes on Jesus, activating our, the, our faith by through his word and holding miracles in our hands. That's why we're doing faith at night. That's why we're talking about walking by faith because you, without this element, you are going to be in a place of frustration. You're going to be in a place of wondering why is this thing not working, but you have to also do your part. You have to, you have to do your part of the covenant, your part of the contract. Amen. And that's our job as ministers. We're to equip the saints for the work of ministry. We're to equip you with the proper tools to work out and activate your faith in every every realm of your life. We're challenged to preach the full counsel of God, not so every not just so you can uh, you know experience a ticket to heaven only. No, we want your your body healed. We want you fully delivered from trauma and past hurts and brokenheartedness. We want you financially blessed and prosperous. Amen. We want families restored. We want all that stuff. But how does all of that work? Through faith. Amen. And I see you walking by faith tonight like you've never walked before. I see you holding your testimony. I see you testifying on stage instead of just being that person who's clapping their hands and rejoicing. And there's nothing against being at that, those times when you're the one clapping and rejoicing. But if you've not had your own testimony, this is the year to have it. This is your year. This is your year to hold your miracle in your hand. This is your year to have what God says you can have, to do what God says you can do, to be who God says you can be. This is it. This is it. Come on. Come on. I want you to type that in the comments. This is my year. This is my year. And it's going to be your year by how? By faith. This is my year by faith because I'm going to live by faith. I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to talk by faith. I'm going to activate my faith. Hallelujah. And then the Bible says immediately, immediately. See, a lot of times what happens is God will move suddenly. See, sometimes there's times when you just got to keep your faith active, 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 keep going, keep going, don't quit, don't quit. And then suddenly, boom, suddenly you'll manifest, suddenly. See, he's the God of suddenlies. To us, it was like, man, we just kept going and going and going, and then boom, you're going to have it. But you guys, you can't quit. You got to keep going. You got to keep moving. Keep your faith active. Amen. And then the Bible says in verse 34, he said, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So get this in your spirit tonight. It's not, it's not God's faith. It's my faith that will make it happen. It's your responsibility, in other words. We have a responsibility to this walk of faith. Many people have pawned everything off on God, but God has done everything he's going to do. The ball's in our court now, and what he's looking for us to do is to keep our faith active, to activate our faith, not be inactives, not be bystanders, not be people on the sidelines. He's saying, get in the game, let's start going, and then he's looking to move as you move. When I move, God moves. When you move, God moves. Amen. And he said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Come on, that's what I was trying to relay to that person who said, I can't go to healing school, I'm sick. Well, your faith to get up and get to the healing school is what will make you well. 
We can pray all day long for you in your home, and God does heal people that, that way. Be why? Because I believe it's because he loves people so much. But what he wants people to really do is to get up and get active on their faith, exercise their faith, grow their faith, and Many people just want someone else to do it. And it's time to be strong believers. It's time to be true believers to what we believe in, in the word of God and to activate our faith and be these type of people who have testimonies of, look, I'm, you might have had an issue. You might have an issue right now that you've been battling for years, but it's time to keep that faith active and watch that thing leave your life completely in Jesus name. It's time to see those relationships restored. It's time to see your body healed. It's time for your finances to go through the roof with blessing because you're giving, you're prospering and all that you touch. Come on, by your faith, by your faith, by your faith. It's my faith that is going to grow. It's my faith that's going to bring it in. It's not in your it's not by might nor by power but by your his spirit. It's a spiritual thing. We're talking about spiritual things, but you can't Remove yourself from the equation and say, I have nothing to do with it. No, you do. That's why it's your responsibility to keep your faith active. Amen. So I see you keeping it active in Jesus' mighty name. So what I want to do right now is, obviously I'm not going to pray for faith, but I want to pray for you. And I want to give you a chance also, if you'd like to send in your prayer requests, you can type them in the comments right now. Or I'm going to put them up on the way on the screen here, and you can send in your prayer requests. We're going to be praying for all of the people, people's prayer requests on Monday at 1 p.m. If you're able to tune in there, we're going to be praying for the prayer requests, laying hands on them, and teaching one final lesson there. But let's pray. Father, I thank you, Lord, for those watching and those listening. Lord, I thank you. That faith comes from hearing and hearing from your, the word. But Lord, as the word has gone forth tonight, I pray, Lord, that something on the inside of each person, which is through the power of the Holy Spirit, would cause people to take actions of faith like they've never taken before, that they would begin to do what they've never done before, to see what they've never seen. Lord, we thank you for the grace, the empowerment that can help us to take these steps. And Lord, as they take those steps, I thank you that they'll see immediate results. They'll see bodies healed. They'll see themselves get whole. Lord, that their, their eyes will see, their ears will hear. We command ears to open, eyes to see. We command their bodies to line up right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you that relationships are being restored as they take steps of faith. We thank you that their finances are busting through the seams because they're taking steps of faith and they're doing what you said to do. And as they do what you say, that you'll do what you say. And we thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, this is your year of active faith. And now we want to give you an opportunity to activate your faith. Here we go again, activating your faith through your finances and we want to give you a chance to become one of the partners here at Zayner Ministries join the Z team we're believing God for 1,000 partners to join us in this endeavor to preach the gospel across the United States of America and so your seat is going towards souls and we're believing God for 1,000 people and you can sign up to become a partner by going to zanerministries.com forward slash give click the reoccurring tab in the giving and you can become a monthly partner. I want to encourage you, do something tonight. 
do something, whether it's 25, 50, 100, 250, 500, 1,000. Maybe you're somebody who say, you know what, I want to give $1,000. If you gave $84 a month starting in January right now until the end of the year, you would have given just barely over $1,000 towards the mission of the gospel and getting it out. And I want to encourage you to do something. Do what you feel the Lord is telling you to do. Become one of those partners and stand with us, and we will send you a gift for becoming a partner. And there's different uh, gifts that we have available. If you become a partner or you give one-time seed of $25 or more, we want to send you this brand-new prayer journal that we just created. It's a great tool to have if you're taking time to pray. That's for those who give $25 or more. And those who are going to give $84 or more and become monthly partners, we want to send you our brand-new book called Run to Win. That's our theme of the year practical steps for uh, victorious Christian living. And so we want to get that to you. Just make sure you go to zanerministries.com forward slash offer to claim your gift. And these are just thank you gifts of us saying thank you for partnering with us. And then you can also mail in a check to Zaner Ministries at P.O. Box 125 Copley, PA 18037. And we can also take check or cash that way. And, you know, this is God. This is the year for the children of God to be blessed. How many believe that? How many have seen that over the course of time in the comments? You've seen God bless you. You've seen God come through for you. Come on, it's time to go to another level. You know, if the if the world can have uh, all these different things, why can't we have them? Why can't we have nice things? Why can't we have uh, you know take over territory? And so we, why? So we can we can populate heaven, plunder hell, and we can we can get as many people as possible. Uh, to heaven. That's what the whole goal is. And so be a part, stand with us. We thank you in advance for doing that. And uh, this has just been a great time uh, broadcasting. We're reaching many different people, many different states this way. And you're, you're a part of all of that. That's what I love about the Z team. It's not just me and Emily doing it alone. We're doing it together. And that's what I love. Amen. Hallelujah. One final reminder, tomorrow, 1 p.m., we're going to be live. That's going to continue until Friday, and then the following Monday, we'll be live at 1 p.m., and then Thursday, don't miss it. This is our last uh, part six of Walking by Faith. That's going to be at 8 p.m. Do not miss it. It's going to be great. Hit subscribe on YouTube so you never miss any of these broadcasts. And then you can also... Text Z-Team to 610-936-8464. Get your updates. Be reminded of everything that's happening here at the ministry and stay connected. I want you to say that out loud and type it in the comments. Stay connected. That's what we want to do. Connected. We're a body. Amen. Well, it's been my joy and privilege to be with you all tonight. Can't wait to see you all tomorrow at 1 p.m. I love you guys. God bless you. See you soon. Thank you for listening to the Zayner Ministries podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly covenant partner with us. We're asking God for 100 people to stand with us financially as we continue to win the lost in America. Go to ZaynerMinistries.com and click on the Give Now button and become a monthly covenant partner today.